0: will make it alright. all right. It'll make it alright. Right. Right. Whatever you want. Whatever you want. God is, able. God is able. Whatever you need. Whatever you need. He'll supply. He'll supply. Whatever, is Whatever is broken. He can fix it. He can fix it. Uh, through our app, and um, if you can't, make it to service. So don't forget about that. We always want to make sure we give opportunity to uh, sow seeds into God's ministry. And if you can't make it again, our website as well, uh, give website and on our app, uh, GiveLify. Shall we pray? Gracious Father, we thank you. Another week, that was not promised, we ask you to bless this new week upon us. We thank you for Thanksgiving, Lord, and those of us who gathered with family and fellowship, with friends, and, um, had a good time in your name. We ask you to bless this new week, Lord, as we officially enter the holiday season, Lord, and not to forget why we are here. Uh, it's because of the birth of Jesus Christ. But more importantly than that, Lord, we thank you for Jesus dying for our sins, Oh God. You never told us to remember Christmas, but you told us to remember this, what you did on Calvary death burial resurrection of you made all the difference in our life oh god we love you and we thank you we ask you to bless this weak feeble servant that i am give me strength from on high lord and grace and power to say something to be a blessing for someone under the sound of my voice god may let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in that sight oh my savior my redeemer in jesus Christ's name we pray amen glad to be with you again uh, for a few minutes, we pastor mac pastor Mac's podcast and we're here again uh, right after thanksgiving twenty twenty two Glad that you were able to enjoy it and hope you enjoyed it and had a good time as we move forward uh this year twenty twenty two rapidly coming to a close and uh, as time flies, uh, we should not forget, and we always remember. What Jesus is doing and done for us. In your Bibles, in the book of Lamentation, chapter 3, um, verse 24, uh, is where we'll see our text for today. Lamentations, chapter 3, verse 24. I'll be reading the CSB translation, whatever translation you have. We ask you to follow, whatever device you have, we ask you to follow as well. 24 reads, as Jeremiah writes, I say, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will put my hope in him. The Lord is good to those who wait for him, to the person who seeks him. It is good to wait quietly for salvation from the Lord. The grass withers and the flower fades away, but the word of our God shall stand forever. I do ask, as always, you get a chance to read the entirety of that chapter of Lamentations. In the book of Lament, Jeremiah writes uh, kind of like a journal log for the people of Israel during this time of captivity. Uh, but today I just want to tag this text Our hope in his faithfulness. Our hope in his faithfulness. The sun is a light 24 hours a day, seven days a week, all year long, all decade long, matter of fact, all century long, the sun just keeps on shining. The problem, however, is that the earth gets dark, and how can there be all that light and the earth still gets dark? It's because the earth turns. The earth gets dark because the earth is spinning on its axis. Therefore, the side that faces the sun gets light. And the side that is facing away does not. If there is darkness in your life, it is not because of God. Uh, the Father of lights is turning. It's because you are turning. He is the Father of lights, and in Him there is no shadow. There is no darkness in Him because God is faithful. God is consistent and just like the sun he is always shining. And in his light there is no shifting or moving shadow. We just must make sure we are turned toward him. Similarly, the writer of the book of Lamentations, Jeremiah, he was known as the weeping prophet. A study Jeremiah's life reveals a portrait of unending sadness and deep depression. The book of Lamentations is a series of dirges, or songs of mourning, that were written against the backdrop of the Babylonian invasion and destruction of Jerusalem. In the verses of this book, we can see the awful sufferings endured by the people of that city at the hand of their enemies. Still, even in the midst of all the pain and turmoil, God had his man in Jerusalem to record the events, and to bring honor to his name. After enduring a life like this, after being rejected, hated, mocked, imprisoned, ignored, after seeing his beloved Jerusalem ransacked, desecrated, and destroyed, after experiencing the horror of war, the brutality of the enemy, and the pains of hunger, Jeremiah was still able to stand forth amid the rubble of the city and the bodies of the dead and lift his voice in praise to God for his great unfailing faithfulness to his people. How was this possible? Despite his trials and his troubles, Jeremiah had gotten a good grasp on the reality of just who God is. Jeremiah knew that whether things went well or whether everything fell apart, God would still be God. And God would be eternally faithful to his people. Jeremiah was still able to find hope in a hopeless situation because he believed in the faithfulness of his great God. Like Jeremiah, we all go through times when life seems like it's falling apart, when life just seems unfair. When these times come, we also need the blessed assurance that God is faithful. And, 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 and thankfully, the Bible gives overwhelming evidence of the unchanging faithfulness of our great God. Faithfulness means firmness, fidelity, steadiness, steadfastness. This word pictures God as one upon whom we can depend. We can be sure that as we face the storms and trials of life, the valleys of life, God will ever prove himself to be as steadfast and faithful to you and me as He was to Jeremiah, to put it very simply, you can count on God. God is a testimony until some of the people that are under the sound of my voice. you know you've been dependent on God. I hope is in God's faithfulness. Jeremiah going through all of this, these ordeals, still had the courage of hope in God's steadfast faithfulness. Well, let's look real quick, and I'm gonna be out your hair real quick on this podcast this morning. First, Jeremiah said he is a satisfier. In that text twenty four, verse, twenty fourth verse, he said, I say the Lord is my Porsche. What is this Porsche? portion meaning whatever measure he was to receive whatever uh, inheritance whatever future it would all be found in Yahweh in God therefore i hope in him <laughs> the lord is my portion god couldn't really be his hope until he was his first portion this was a pathway to hope for him see listen if you read the the verse the chapter earlier you see what Jeremiah had come to this realization at first in the earlier book of Lamentations. There was doubt, discouragement, and depression. But as we see, Jeremiah talks his way around back to say in this 24th verse, I say, because he's seen the evidence of what God is and who he is in our life. Jeremiah has been a witness. Can somebody understand my voice this morning? identify with Jeremiah and say, yes, I've seen God work great things in my life. God couldn't really be his hope until he was his first, his portion." Oh, my brothers and sisters, God may not give you and me the things we desire in life, but he will always give us that which is best for our life. And he will give us that which will satisfy our soul. That's why he's a satisfier. He may not give you what you want all the time, but he'll give you what you need. In Matthew, uh, in the book of Matthew, you said, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And all these things uh, will be added unto you. He can work it out. He can make a difference. He can put it all in check for us. Somebody needs to know that it's not over. It's not over. God will seek and give blessings to those who obey him, who trust in him, who have their hope in Jesus Christ. Oh, my brothers and sisters, we got to understand that even when it looks bleak, even when it looks desolate, even when it looks like it may not be for us. Cause in Romans 8 28 said, And we know that all things work together for our good. If we love God and are fitting into his plans. Uh, that's good stuff to know, my brother says, Why Jeremiah could say that he is a satisfier. <laughs> he gives you what you need. He, not necessarily what you want, but he gives us what we need. <laughs> That's a good news for somebody today that he gives us what we, we need. Then, secondly, Jeremiah said he is a sustainer. Verse 25, the Lord is good to those who wait for him to the person who seeks him. And while you're waiting, I've said this many times, while you're waiting, he's still providing for you. He's still protecting for you. Not a single word of any of his precious promises will ever fail to be be honored by him. If you come to him for salvation, he will not send you away. Look to him, for the needs of your life, you will never be disappointed. You won't be lost. You won't be disappointed. He will sustain you through this life and even into eternity. To wait on the Lord means to place your hope in him. To trust that God is the one who can deliver you. Your entire confidence rests on him wait upon the Lord because he is God and we are not. Can I sit right there for a minute? He he is God. And when we understand who God is, what he can do and how he does it, we should not even argue. There should not be even a debate over whether we can wait upon the Lord. As human nature, it is with us, we are very impatient. Human nature, it is we can't wait. We Got the microwave mentality. We got to have it right now. And sometimes God just wants us to wait in the stillness of his love. Wait in the stillness of his power. So do not be in a hurry. Do not expect to be delivered out of your trouble the first time you begin to cry. (laughs) And for somebody out there, do, do not be expecting to be out your first sign of tea. Do not be expecting to be delivered your first cry to the Lord. The scripture says the Lord is good unto them that wait for him to the soul that seeketh him. And that's good to know he comforts us. He protects us. He guides us while we wait on him. He's a sustainer. He can keep us in the midst of the waiting. We still have hope in the midst of the waiting. He will be faithful in the midst of the waiting. Wait on the Lord means place your hope and the trust. To trust and place your hope that he is the one who can deliver you. See, sometimes we want to give God just a little bit of our confidence we to give him just a smidgen of our trust, our hope. We say he can look at, look how we spend our money. We'll go in debt to get a car. Car gonna be about three, four, five years to pay off. Get a house. We can't even give God a little bit of the money that he is already his. <laughs> See, where is your trust? Where is your hope? Give him something. <laughs> Some of them don't give him nothing. We give him a tip or we don't give him anything. But, If you trust him, yeah, my brothers and sisters, if you trust him, he will take care of you. While we wait, he will sustain. And then thirdly, Jeremiah writes, verse 26, it is good to wait quietly for salvation for the Lord. Thirdly, he says, he is my savior. And that's a good thing to know, that he is my Savior. And that's one one reason why Jeremiah was able to write it so eloquently, is that we wait upon the Lord because he is God, and we are not. (laughs) Let me say that again. Preach Pastor Mac. I'm doing the best I can. We wait upon the Lord because he is God. And we are not. Matter of fact, those who wait upon the Lord will see him bring them out of their troubles and trials. He will never fail his children. But in his own time, he will deliver them from the valleys. David put it like this, though you walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will feel no evil. Why? Because God is with me. And we need to remember today that God is able to deliver both saint and sinner. He's able to deliver the sinner. From the throes of hell, and he's able to deliver the saint from whatever is on your own plate. Trials and tribulations, ups and downs, he's able. To deliver you great is the faith that can stand to mend the records of life and still declare praises to our God. Jeremiah was that kind of guy. Jeremiah was that kind of believer. Jeremiah was that kind of receiver of the blessings of God. Which are you? Are you a doubter? Are you a believer? Uh, Do you have faith in him? Uh, Are you faltering daily? God knows where you are today. He knows what you're going through. Job 23, Job said this, 23 and 10. He said, he knows the way I have taken. And when he has tested me, I will emerge as pure gold. And what he said, he will not forsake you, but he will faithfully keep you and bring you out in time. God's faithfulness is seen in the fact of this, that he won't us up this morning started us on our way and in our right mind and in reasonable health he woke us up this morning with air to breathe and food to eat and people we love all around us God is faithful and in him we can keep our hope. May God bless you and keep you. Hope you have a great Sunday. Hope you have a great week. And Isaiah said it like this day that wait. Of all the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up like wings as eagles. David put it this way in Psalm number 130 and five. I wait for the Lord; my whole being waits. And in His Word, I put what my hope, wait, and hope, hope and wait in God's faithfulness. Don't talk about your struggles, but talk about the Savior. Don't complain about your difficulties, but tell of the news of His deliverance. Don't dwell on the trials and tribulations but give him all the thanks for all he's done. Ought to have some help out there. He woke you up this morning. You had some food to eat. You had capacity of your mind. You had faculties of your limb. He allowed us another chance to get it right and give him praise. Give him glory. Give him a hallelujah For all he's done Go ahead and tell somebody One Friday night They marched him up Calvary's hill Nailed nails in his hands nail nails in his feet I know what you're dealing with But they pierced him in his side I know you had tears last night They put a crown of thorns on his head And he hung his head In the locks of his shoulders and died I know you've been having it real bad lately, but he stayed in the grave all night, Friday night, stayed there all day, Saturday and Saturday night, but the reason why, I can tell you, keep your head up, the reason why mama said it's going to be better is that early, early, early Sunday morning. He rose from the grave. And if I can tell you one thing, you ought to lift up your hands and give God some praise. Open up your mouth and tell God, Thank you for all you've done. Won't he do it? Some invitation say is extended yes. now. If you don't know Jesus and the pardon of your sins, if you would like to get to know him better uh, and get saved, Allow him to come into your life. Simply say this prayer. Jesus, I need you in my life. I believe you died and rose again on the third day. I trust you to control my life and to enhance my future. If you said that prayer, uh, it's as simple as A-B-C, accept, believe, and commit. If you did that, we would love to hear from you. You may contact us through our email, getpraiseon.com at houseofpraisepp.org or you may go simply to our website www.houseofpraisepp.org contact us and someone from our discipleship team I will get back with you with other information you need in order to begin this new life in christ we love you to life we look forward to hearing from you And standing on the promises of the Lord. God bless you, and we'll see you next week. Pastor Mac, out.